This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Trivago just did a survey. They, they found that 80% of people said that not being able to travel is one of the worst parts of the pandemic. 58% want to travel more than ever before. 38% of people said they'd give up sex for a full year if it meant they were able to go on a nice sunny vacation. What's the point of going on a vacation if you can't have sex? <laughs> hey, you're on the air. I just wanted to chime in about people wanting or willing to give up sex for a whole year so they can get a plane ticket. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got them by a year already, so where's mine? Yeah, exactly. Where's the lineup start? Yeah. Wouldn't it be the worst, though, if you gave up sex for a year and then you go down to an all-inclusive and there's a nymphomaniac bikini model conference going on at the hotel? My wife wouldn't like that, but... (laughs) Well, who said she gets a ticket? She hasn't given up sex for a year, has she? (laughs) Oh, I hope she has. Thanks for the call, man. Obviously, this survey was done before the weekend because I'm sure the numbers would be different after after so many people saw that video on the weekend of the uh, the airplane engine burst into flames. Oh my god! Yeah, <sighs> crazy. I thought I thought the uh, the the debris on the ground was wild. Just seeing it, like it, stuff had fallen from the plane, and I said, "That is insane that that came off a plane." And then the next thing I saw was the engine on fire, and it was like a it right. was like the scene from the new Spider Man movie where they fight on the plane, right? And the or plane's kind of on fire or something. You yeah, know, like you, you don't expect to see an airplane. This person's looking out the window of the plane. They're sitting right by the wing. And they're staring at the engine that's lost its casing, and it's engulfed in flames. Mm-hmm. Terrifying. Yeah. Like, you're obviously filming this thinking, well, we better have a record of this for the insurance company because I'm dying for sure. <laughs> <laughs> better upload this to the cloud before we crash. Excuse me, stewardess, is it too late to get the Wi-Fi? Can I, get, <laughs> can I, I have my credit card. <laughs> yeah, you, you think you're dead. What gets me about this video is how quiet everyone on the plane is. Like you see, watch in movies, when the plane's going down, the engine's on fire. Everyone's screaming and yelling and freaking out. But I guess you, real life, you're just, I don't know. Just too stunned. You're, you're thinking about how regrets. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few. You, yeah, you'd think you'd hear the old lady with the rosary or somebody praying in another We're language. Gonna die! Somebody screaming. You'd think you'd hear two people joining the Mile High Club just to, you know, might as well go out, you know. With a bang. With a, <laughs> yeah. The plane landed, though. Like, it made it to the airport. It's on fire. It, it makes it uh, down. They had emergency crews meet them on the tarmac with uh, 100 or so changes of underwear and pants, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah, it's wild. And luckily, you mentioned the debris that fell out of the sky. There was a giant, like the circle kind of rim from the front of the engine fell right in some guy's front yard. Yeah, landed right by his back like window. I saw another uh, photo and something had fallen through a guy's roof and it obviously went clear through the roof, left a giant crater in the shingles. And yeah, I can't believe nobody died. Yeah. Donnie Darko. Exactly. It was exactly like that. Nobody got darkoed. I think we just switched some sort of 
timeline in the universe. It's wild. So if you want to feel better about not being able to get on a plane and travel, we'll post that video on the Taz and Jim uh, social media feeds. And you'll be okay with staying on the ground for at least (laughs) another month or two. It is going to warm up as the week goes on. We could see plus five at some point this week as a high, which feels so warm when we've been dealing with like minus 10, minus 15. Yeah. And it goes plus five. It's a compared to the summer when it's plus five. How, oh, it's so cold. No, it's, you know, it was excited. The, um, Guys with big calves. Oh yeah, cargo short guy in the yeah. winter. The winter, the winter shorts wears. <laughs> yeah, as soon as the water on the street doesn't run over their shoes, they'll be wa- rocking the the shoes and the shorts, even though it's plus two out. Well, if you had rugby balls for calves, you'd do it too, Jim. <laughs> You're right. I got these flat calves that are good for nobody. Isn't it incredible the size of some people's calves? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there are guys who can work on and do leg days every day. I've heard guys complain, like, they'll work on their legs every day and they'll never gain any calves. And some guys just got it. Yeah. My stepdad, Alan, had the biggest calves <laughs> yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Like, he, a, like a fist. Oh, dude. They were, they were like softballs. And, yeah. like, when he, one time, this is, he was a beast back in the day, Alan. One time he drove his pickup truck into a ditch. And I watched him push the pickup truck out of the ditch. His calves were just bulging. Yeah, he was on his back and he was just pushing them out with his feet and his calves, like a like a foot press. <laughs> no, no, he used his hands. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it might have been easier to do it that way. <laughs> Get the right. calves. Uh, so good news if you've got massive calves. <laughs> If your truck is in the ditch or you just want to stay warm on a walk to work. Iron those shorts. You're going to need them at some point this week, big calf people. Uh, something you want to be aware of, though, is, is the, uh, the icicles. Just got a text message from one of our listeners. Hey, Taz and Jim, I don't know if my ease troughs can handle any more melting and sent a picture in. This guy has basically roof to ground full like an ice waterfall that is frozen on the side of his house. Oh, yeah. It's like the ice wall from Game of Thrones. And there if, is no passing through it. If that thing fell over and landed on somebody. I don't know how it's still... Like, it is his whole roof. It's not just stuck on the eaves. Like, there must be ice all up that roof or those eaves would be gone. Yeah. That is that is a thousand pounds of ice. There, there's big icicles out there, so be careful where you park your cars or you mm. keep your children. <laughs> Because uh, seriously, like one of those things comes down, that would do some damage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, in, in, uh, every once in a while you'll see a video from Toronto or something like that, and icicles or like flat ice that was sitting on a slanted roof will start sliding off in weather like this. You just never know when something will fall down from the heavens, I guess, these days. Weather's warming up, and we've decided to focus on the negative. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jim, we've got a call here. There's a, a gentleman who has an offer for us. Hmm. What is it? $100 each to sit down with me for one hour, and I'm going to give you the keys to the universe and the language of the universe and how to break this never-ending cycle of life and death karma. That only sounds, will take one hour? This sounds crazy, I know. Trust me, I think I'm crazy too, but I guarantee you I can teach Taz and yourself the language to the universe and how the universe works and everything in it in an hour, guaranteed. Hmm. 
And I do pro- we have to pay I, for this knowledge? No, or? no. I, I will pay you both 100 no. bucks an hour to sit and listen to me teach you. I promise you, it's crazy, I know, but trust me. Do we have to be in the same room? Is this something we could do over a Zoom call? Yeah, we can do that, whatever. And, and who, who gave you the knowledge? Supernatural human being from above. Mm. Trust me, I was an atheist growing up my whole life. I thought that I thought God was the stupidest thing ever until I woke the f- up in the Matrix. Okay. And I guarantee you I can wake you up to self-realization that you are living in a 6,000-year-old movie that's about to end. Uh-oh. Are we the and stars of the movie or are we bit players? You are the star or whatever you want. It's self-realization. You are the creator of your own movie. It's crazy. The Matrix has played it. The Avatars played it. it. It's all played out in front of us. And I can give you facts, document. I, it's crazy. I know, but I can teach you it, and you can do it all yourself. Believe me or not, it's your choice. That's third dimension, law of free will. Choose to believe right or wrong, yes or no, up or down, left or right. Isn't that the code for Contra? No, I ain't no M- like MK Ultra. I'm no brainwashed. I meant the video game Contra to get... I've never heard of the game Contra. I don't play video games. I just read books. Uh, yeah, shoot us an email, and uh, we can do it we online. Can do, we can do a question and answer if you want, too, and I can break it down to you that way, too. We can take weeks. We can take months. We can take as long no, as you No, no, no. The hour almost sounded too long. <laughs> okay, well, I, I can Weeks give and months, you. definitely not. If you no, could, you can ask If you could, like, get it down to about three and a half minutes, we'd be happy. Okay, I will send you a timeline and break it down, and you'll understand it from there. Well, that's a real treat. Thank you. And then you can decide what you want to do with it. If you think I'm crazy, perfect. If not, play it, and we'll keep going. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'll speak soon. Have a good day. Okay, bye. Jim, you you like the uh, the theories, the conspiracies? Yeah, I, I think we found ourselves a DMT or mushroom dealer. I think that's <laughs> what's going on here. Either that, or I think there's a seventy five percent chance he's going to try and sell us a timeshare. <laughs> that's what it's all. <laughs> the meaning of life is a place in Florida. <laughs> Just give me an hour of your time, no commitment. I'll actually pay you for your time because I know how valuable it is. <laughs> Let's check in on this global pandemic we're still in the middle of. Thousands and thousands of doses of the vaccine have arrived at the Hamilton airport. Ooh, if we had only known, Jim, just wait at baggage pickup and accidentally take the wrong bag. <laughs> We'd well, be in the money. With the big biochemical hazard <laughs> right. thing on the side. <laughs> That's some good news. More good news is welcome to the party, York Region. They're, uh, they just got the thumbs up to move into the red zone. Right on. Ten people at the gym. <laughs> Ten people in a restaurant. I still maintain social distance. Yeah, it's, uh, it's wild, guys. You're going to love it. <laughs> Take it from everyone who's been in red for, for a week now. It is so much fun. Uh, remember when you're a teenager and you used to use fake ID at the liquor store, or the beer store, trying to get a six pack? Yeah, of course. It was always an adventure. Well, uh, get ready to uh, experience that thrill all over again because people are using fake IDs 
and dressing up as old people to try and get the COVID vaccine. Two women, 34 and 44 years old, were busted going to a vaccination site in Orange County, Florida, dressed up as old ladies in bonnets and gloves. (laughs) (laughs) Stereotypical old ladies. They were busted. The, The crazy thing is they were there to get their second dose, meaning it worked the first time. Wow. They got they got away with it once. Oh my God! Yeah, that, that it'd be funny if one of these ladies rolled up and they didn't even get ID'd and they like, they looked old and they were in fact insulted that they didn't get. ID'd. Yeah, it's a double-edged you know I mean? sword. Like, be careful what you wish for. It's here's the vaccine, but you do look like you could be eighty years old, ma'am. <laughs> T- tough pill for a 44-year-old to swallow. You didn't get ID'd at the senior shot center. Well, it's not a pill. It's a tough shot in the arm. True. And tough shot need, to take. You need two of them. <laughs> hey, Jim. Yeah. I know that Bruce, the dog, your dog had to have a procedure done. How's he doing? Yeah, he's doing okay. He had a little growth on his leg removed, so just he cut up and then uh, the stitches. It's all good. Not a huge deal, but uh, he got uh, put out, so he was on some drugs, and then... Uh, we went to go pick him up on Friday from the vet, and he came out with the cone on his head. So he was all trees. What's that? So he can't lick or So he or can't play bite the stitches. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he came out, and he just looked like one of your drunk buddies, like when you wake up your friend on the couch and you try to put him in a bed. So it was like the transition from the couch to the bed where he's, like, <laughs> running into door frames and everything, and the, the cone is too big, and yeah. he's, like, trying to get, he, like, it hits a tire, and... Poor little guy. He's taking it like a champ. He really has. But One uh, Crazy Summer. What was the movie from the 80s? I think it was One Crazy Summer with the dog with the cone on its head. It is a, it's a comical uh, visual, isn't it? Oh, it's so adorable. And, uh, you know, I thought he'd be going crazy and, like, trying to get it off of his head. But it's just now it's just part of his body. And he doesn't even mind. Like, he tries to eat treats off the ground and the cone just goes straight down like, <laughs> like a pylon. <laughs> like a vacuum cleaner with a seal. It's hilarious. Do you put the treats in the cone? <laughs> so he can't get them or what? Like well, fill so, it up like a bowl of yeah, cereal? Yeah, fill it up. So if he's hungry, you can just... <laughs> Not yet, but I may. Well, I may this up. When does the cone come off? Seven to ten days. Wow. So yeah, the stitches I think can get removed after seven to ten days. The worst part is that he can't go for walks because it's kind of right where the joint is uh, on his front leg and where the muscle is. So it moves a lot when he's either jumping on furniture or... Or going for a walk, so it's like been very difficult to drain him of energy without going outside. So a lot of how much are you going outside? Because I know that was your main form of exercise, walking the dog. Haven't went outside for three days. That's the <laughs> only reason I left the home, honestly. So Bruce the dog is wearing a cone, and Jim's staying in his bubble. <laughs> Pretty much. Is the Muppet Show offensive? Apparently, it's offensive enough that Disney Plus has slapped a warning before the episodes air on their streaming platform. Yeah, they just added all five seasons of The Muppet Show to Disney Plus, which is awesome. Muppet Show is one of my all-time faves. Yeah, I used to watch it a lot when I was a kid. Especially now as a parent. like It is a show I could put on and tolerate that'll get my kids' attention. I'll uh, I'll be laughing. We were watching the other day on YouTube. We were watching clips of Elton John performing with the Muppets. Like they had all the big names, Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the seventies, the Muppet Show was like the premier show to be on. Had more stars than Saturday Night Live, probably. Yeah, it's it's a great show, um, but. It was a different time, and the disclaimer that airs before 
the, the show on Disney Plus says these uh, some uh, shows include negative depictions or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then, they're wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. It's about time. I've been saying for years, the Swedish chef is a racist stereotype. Totally. Can We should not be standing for that. I'm trying to think of what else could possibly like, can you, be offensive. A Swedish chef would be probably considered offensive by somebody. I, I'm assuming. What do you think Swedish people sound like? Exactly like that guy. You know, and if I was Swedish, I'd be like, uh, guys. Yeah. You know, that's not how we talk. Between that and the Ikea jokes, it's just coming from every angle for the Swedes. Those poor Swedes. What What else would it, I guess those two old guys in the crowd were kind of bullies. <laughs> Two old guys were in the jerks. balcony. The yeah. show heavily does promote interspecies relationships. Is that progressive or is that backwards? I don't know. Depends what you think of a <laughs> frog don't... doing it with a pig. Yeah, if they're happy, they're happy. Let's just get it over with and put a put a warning before everything. On TV in general. A TV, radio, we should be running a disclaimer every five minutes on the show because <laughs> nowadays someone's going to be offended no matter what you do. And apparently just slapping a dis- disclaimer on there gets you out of all the legal problems. So. <laughs> it's that easy, huh? But think about it. That's the issue. Everyone is looking for reasons to be offended. And I'm sure there are some things that uh, are considered offensive by today's standards that weren't back in the 1970s. But the people getting offended by them are probably the wrong people whose lives aren't truly affected by those stereotypes. Mm -hmm. The the keyboard warriors, everyone's looking for a reason to get offended. There's There's a lot of people with time on their hands out there you have nothing better to do. Yeah, it can be almost like a scavenger hunt, almost like a game. Like wake up in the morning, who can we uh who can, who can I be offended by? Yeah. Let's let's put it this way. Just put a disclaimer on everything because at this point it wasn't enough for Gorilla Glue <laughs> to put on their label do not use internally in your eyes or on your skin. Now they have to add do not put in your hair mm-hmm. because someone found a way to think that it's okay in your hair, but not on your skin, in your eyes or internally. Uh-huh. The Muppets are just trying to cover their butts, even though they all have, they all have hands up there already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking pretty neat. I, I'm shocked that you haven't been all over this, Jim. All uh, over what? The Mars Rover. Perseverance. I, you're what do you mean, aw- all over it. Well, I, 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 this story is so fascinating to me. You said you hadn't seen the video yet, the high definition video that this thing has sent back from the Red Planet. No, I haven't. You got to check it out. It's crazy. Is there an alien pop up? There's just a guy in a bathrobe walking <laughs> around. <laughs> Looking for where he parked his car. Yeah, it's a, it's the strangest thing. That would be great, eh? You're looking at this barren, desolate planet. There's a guy who looks like he just crawled out of bed in a robe. Like, hey, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> Is that Randy Quaid? It's it's just, it, it makes it, it seem, well, it is. It makes you realize that Mars is a place. You know what I mean? The video is so good, it almost looks fake. 
Like it, it looks like it could be the California desert. Oh, so not CGI. It looks like yeah, it was filmed on Earth. Yeah. Hmm. It, it looks too real. The quality's too good. Yeah. I believe it's Mars, but it, it I've never, you've known it's been up there the whole time, but you've never thought to yourself, well, this is, yeah, this is a place that one day humans could be walking around on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's weird just seeing like a rock. You know, even yeah. though it's just a rock, you're like, wow, there, it's a landmass. Like, that it looks is like the rocks that we have. <laughs> it's, they look like our rocks. It is impressive. There's one uh, major complaint, though, about the high-definition video that this thing is sending back. Weird Al, actually, on Twitter pointed it out. Uh, they're they're f- uh, filming with the camera vertically. Oh, dear. Weird Al's like, turn the camera sideways, <laughs> Rover. It is, and unless you're doing, unless the, the Rover's got a TikTok account. Yeah. And then you want to film vertical, right? Yeah. But it, everything looks more majestic when it's the landscape. Well, it's just, it works better on any, any way we monitor it. Yeah. Yeah. On our high definition TVs, you don't want the black bars on the side of the image. You want it to fill the whole screen. Come on. We, we fly all the way to Mars and we got grandma running the VCR and the recorder. <laughs> yeah. You got to see this stuff. It is. It's so cool that they can, they can do this. Have you never have you never seen the video of Mars? This is the fifth rover that's landed. Like they've sent back yeah, video before. They've sent back video before, but the quality of this video, it looks like you could have a Zoom call to, today with somebody on Mars. Like it is it, it's incredible. Yeah. You got to see it. Yeah, it's it's like one of those things like you got to see it and then you watch it for 30 seconds and you're like, "Yeah, I'm done. I get, I get the gist." <laughs> There's not a lot Red going landscape. on. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Hmm. Rocks. Not even a breeze, huh? But initially very exciting to yeah. see. Today, February 22nd, this makes perfect sense, is National Margarita Day. Hmm. Wasting away again in Margaritaville. Way to rub it in our faces. National Daymakers. Yeah, middle of winter, National Margarita Day. Obviously, whoever decided that doesn't live in these parts. Nope. We should maybe apologize. Is this what it felt like? It was almost a year ago we were doing our show from Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville in Hollywood, Florida. And you guys back home were dealing with this kind of weather while we were (laughs) broadcasting from the beach, actually sipping margaritas (laughs) during the show at times? Yeah. Sorry about that, gang. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess it's a good time to have National Margarita Day from a convenience standpoint because it would be easy to make a margarita out there today. All you got to do is wait for the salt truck to come by to rim your glass. Mm-hmm. Be careful who you ask for a rim job, though. <laughs> you know, some Don't of just those, ask random people on the street. Some of those plow drivers may not take too kindly to that question. <laughs> uh, then you just leave the glass sitting there on your front uh, deck or porch and wait for it to fill with snow, a little bar lime, little tequila. A little color in there, yeah. You're drinking margaritas. I'll tr- you know what? I'm going to try that. I'm going to set one out on my front lawn, Taz, when I go home and see how long it takes for it to be filled with a margarita. Yeah, maybe you could put the lime and the tequila in first, then the snow will fill it up. Instant yeah. margarita. And you got to get the ball rolling somehow. So yeah, put put a little lime in there or something. I'm in. Yeah, you can't just have a snow-flavored margarita. That's yucky. 
It's got to be lime. Icicle for stirring. I know. I know they they have different flavors of margarita. Like when we were at uh, Jimmy Buffett's place, they have like different, like all sorts of different margaritas you can order. But the the, the lime and the tequila, that's the real one. Oh yeah, for sure. That's that's what I think of when I uh, already feel the hangover when I think about drinking them. All of them, all the other ones are basically, they're daiquiris. Can we agree on that? It's not National Daiquiri Day. Yeah. If you're going to do it, do it right with the lime and the tequila. That, that is the OG. Yeah, that's the only one. I do like daiquiris, though, a strawberry daiquiri. But that's a different day. Mm-hmm. That is a different celebration. Strawberry daiquiri is the one drink that you. it's very hard to take a sip of a strawberry daiquiri and not say, ooh, after. <laughs> mm, ooh. That's sweet. Ooh, what a treat. <laughs> These are dangerous. <laughs> Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.